have Joyce Mickelson and Janice Dixon here, and we are going to be, or they are going to be telling the story of when they were children and how they celebrated Christmas and how that all changed. So, um, this is a, a Christmas to remember. So, tell me about how your family celebrated Christmas in the 1940s. We lived in Sugar House, in a little house, and there were five of us. Uh, Janice was the oldest at age eight, I think, or seven. Yeah. And I was the next well, for, oldest. Before the I was, I was eight. Well, I was still eight, yeah. Okay. And I would be six, and Mary would be four and a half, Jim would be three, and Sally would be uh, two, approximately. Yeah. And we lived with our mother and father in the house. Now, my father was a traveling salesman, so he was gone a lot of the time. But I remember Christmas 1940, and Dad always put up uh, a Christmas bell. And he had, I think we made the paper chains, and they put it from corner to corner all over the room. It, 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 and the bell hung in the middle, so it was all decorated on the ceiling with these chains. And we had a Christmas tree. Now, let me just go in. On those chains, it was red and green construction paper. And we, we would cut it about an inch wide and as long as the construction paper was. And then we would loop the, the red and the green uh, chain uh, papers together so that it, so it would make it one long red and green chain. And in the middle was, I think it was a bell, but I may be wrong. It seemed like it was a Christmas bell that he hung a very lightweight one in the middle of the, of the room. We had a Christmas tree. And that was how Christmas was in 1940. So how did your lives change in March of 1941? What happened, well, of course, that was when our father was killed. And uh, everything just, it was, it was very abrupt. And uh, we, uh, mother didn't know what to do, but she finally, after a very short, very short decision, she decided she would sell the house and uh, move down with grandma. And so this happened very quickly. Because we I remember being in school in, uh, uh, in Provo uh, in April, because I had, uh, uh, and so, so that means that it was within a couple of, of weeks, uh, we, were, we were gone. Moved in with Grandma, and Grandma was not well. She had fallen down the stairs earlier, and... and uh, Everyone predicted that our moving in with Grandma would kill Grandma, <laughs> but it didn't. It, all it did not gave her a purpose in life. How did, what did you see happen to your mother when, uh, when you moved down to Provo? How was your mom doing? Mother was so sad. She cried all the time. It was, in fact, we five children, in a way, lost our father and our mother at the same time because Mother was unavailable to us. She had to get a job, and she had to get a new car, or a car, a used car. No, she didn't get a car, Joyce. Oh, didn't she? She didn't have a car. No. 
No, she, um, uh, Uncle Jim, who's the one who's kind of taking a lot of charge there, uh, went and looked at Dad's car, because Dad had a new car, but it was so covered with blood that uh, that Jim wouldn't let Mother have it. He, he was afraid it would put her into shock, and probably it would have. And so Mother, we didn't have a car when we first moved down there. Oh, okay. Well, we were, mother, Grandma's house was close in town in Provo. It was yeah, very mother, close mother, to everything. We were everything. all within three, three and a half blocks of the library. That's where Mother got the job, was at the library. And so we would, we would go, she could walk to, to, to the, the library. And then in the evening, when it was, she was supposed to come off, all of us would trudge down to the, to the library and, and escort Mother home. Oh. Do you remember that, Mom? Yeah, I remember. I remember we, we, we used to trudge down and walk Mother home from the library. And then there was a great big anthill about a block away from the library. And every time we'd walk down there, we'd, we'd all go and jump in the middle of the anthill. That's true. And then jump out quickly. <laughs> Very <laughs> quickly. It was, it, was tra- it was a tradition that those four ants did never had a chance. <laughs> those poor ants never did have a chance. <laughs> but, but we would walk Mother home. I remember one time I said, Mother, can I sleep with you? And she said, sure, you can sleep with me tonight. And so we got in bed, and I was just as quiet as I could be. And after she thought I was asleep, she started sobbing. And she sobbed most of the night. And I never slept one bit. I never let her know that I was awake and heard her. But I never asked to sleep with her again. That's true. Now, um, right after you got down there in May, uh, you had Mother's Day. Tell me what happened. Tell, tell us what happened on, on that particular Mother's Day. Oh, well, right next to the library, they had Provo Bakery, and it was run by three sisters. I think they're from Sweden. And we gathered penny by penny, one dollar. And one, uh, about a week before Mother's Day, we went into the library, all, I think all five of us. Yes, we all five and went. Uh, and we said, we want to order a cake for our mother for Mother's Day. But we only have a dollar. Can we get a, a cake for a dollar? They said, oh, yes, you can order a cake. And so we hurried and gave all the, the money because Jim didn't want to. <laughs> he wanted the cake to keep his pennies. <laughs> he was only four. Uh, and so when we went to get the cake, they knew who we were. And they had made the most beautiful cake I've ever seen, really. Of course, remembering back uh, to the, that, those many years ago, it, it was more beautiful then than probably it really was. But, uh, so we carried it home, all five of us, and put it under the bed <laughs> for the next day. And then when we gave it to Mother, she was mostly very, very surprised, I'm sure. The, the, the big problem was keeping Jim away from that cake. 
That's true. <laughs> he was a little scamp. <laughs> now, as the year progressed, um, what, what kind of roles did you play? How did you, how did you handle it as the year went on? Well, we, we divided up the family. Grandma, Grandma took over Jim and Sally. And J- Janice. Uh, they, they, they were her babies. And Janice took over Mary and I. And we clung together. All of us clung together a lot. Uh, we bonded. We did. We really bonded. If we had any problem, we went to Janice, Mary and I. And Jim and Sally, were, mother, Grandma would walk them to nursery school every day. And they were at nursery school. And we, we were at, um, we went to the closest B- BYU training school, which is about a block away from yeah, where Grandma Black, lived. Yeah, a block away. We could walk to it. And it was a, a private school, but it wasn't expensive. <laughs> and that's where we went to school, the BYU training school. That's where I spent second grade and part of four, first, because we moved there. I was still well, in we went. Well, uh, we went to two years there, Joyce. Yeah, we did. Uh, we, went, we, we finished out the year from uh, April till the end of May at the BYU training, training school. And then we went the next year because I had Georgia Major, Mazer, and uh, you had uh, the art teacher. Who was that? Oh, that, that, was, that was third grade. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Third grade, and I had the world's worst teacher. She was mean. I was scared to death of her, and she would p- take people, take two, one or two people in class, and pick on them, make them embarrassed. And she, she had me as a victim. And I was so scared. One day, I was late to school. I didn't dare go in. I, I hid under the bush, until lunchtime, and then I ran home. It was, I, I. I I did not like her. I have one of her pictures here. I look at it to remind me what a horrible year I had. <laughs> but then, then when Mother found well, out, well, part of part of the problem is we had lost all of our friends because mm-hmm. we'd moved so fast. We had no friends, That's and true. Uh, uh, and then we had we went from a, a very child-oriented home. To, uh, to Grandma's house, and Grandma was not an easy person to live with. She had her ways. She was as safe as she was. I think she was in her 60s, but, but not in good health. And so she wanted everything her way, and that went no noise. We, we, couldn't, um, we couldn't really play loud or, or, or have friends over uh, during the first, the, the first, that first year. So, so it made it uh, not only losing our home and our dad and really our mother, uh, but we also lost all of our friends. It was a very hard year for all of us. Um, and that year was when I started sleepwalking, wetting the bed, and having trouble with speech. I, I stammered. I, it was an upsetting time, and mother at night would walk. She would uh, get us all in bed, and then she would walk in the neighborhood. And the, what we found out later is how 
to house they called, Lucille just walked by and she would cry. And she'd walk for a couple of hours mm -hmm. at night. It was a hard, hard time. And we felt like we'd lost our mother and our father. And I know at that time too, she started the journal where she was writing letters to grandpa all the time, right Janice? Yeah, she she started writing letters then. Well, the thing was that she and Dad always were writing letters. I mean, when she was down in Mexico, she was writing to him. And, and so all the time, this is the way she communicated a lot was through letters. And so she just continued. But we didn't know about that until after her death. Yeah. We found her letters, a, book, a whole stack of her letters that started with, the day after Dad died, and it um, went for almost till her death. Now, um, how did you celebrate Christmas in 1941? Because it had been just such a year full of so much turmoil. How did you celebrate that Christmas? That was an interesting Christmas. Uh, first of all, Mother and Grandma told us, or Mother did, I think, that we... It was going to be a very slight Christmas, and then we would have one present. And under the tree, we had five wrapped presents, and that was it. And uh, but we didn't believe her, because most of us believed in Santa Claus, and we figured the Santa Claus would come through. Well, what happened was Christmas Eve. We were sitting by the fireplace in the fi in the living room, Grandma's living room, and uh, the fire was blazing, and we heard sleigh bells, and we got up and looked out, and there was a horse and a and a wagon, and Santa Claus, Santa Claus was there with the beard and the ho 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 and the whole thing, and he got out of the uh, wagon sled, and came in with a big bag on his shoulders. Now, mother and grandma knew nothing of this. We have no mm. idea who it was. She never did know. It was Santa Claus. Of course it was Santa Claus. Of course it was Santa Claus. And he had presents for all of us. And it was it was great. He had presents and he went ho, ho, ho and all. It was, we saw Santa Claus and he held us all on his lap. It was wonderful. But Jim didn't believe it. What? He says it was. Jim didn't believe it. He says it's a false uh, uh, beard. <laughs> <laughs> Did he try to pull yeah. it? <laughs> he was only four, but he, he he figured out that 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 beard was false. But he took the presents. Yeah, I, I yeah. Think he got but then Uncle uh, Grandpa uh, came with Ricky, as was his, his no, wife. He didn't and, come uh, with Ricky. They brought presents. And then I think Uncle Fred was there. Uncle Fred came with uh, with all their children, and so it became a a, a really a celebration. But not uh, that night. That, time. that night, Santa Claus left. It was just us. That was the next day that uh, everybody came, and uh, it was nice. I don't remember Ricky be there. I I don't think they married that early. I th I think we went. It, their wedding when I was about 12 or 13 because I remember having to get out of school to go to a wedding. And that would have maybe been your grandpa. His, maybe it was his grandpa. Huh? 
Maybe it was his grandpa. Yeah, it was just I think grandpa you're right. because Ricky didn't come along till later, and she was yeah. But, 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 but grandpa was there, and also Uncle Jim. Uncle Jim uh, was there, and that was the next day, and they all brought gifts, and we we did have a very good Christmas, but. Santa Claus coming was the highlight of our day. When mom talks about her favorite Christmas memory, this is it. What about you, Janice? Can you add anything to that? Or Yeah, I'll just say that, you know, all before Christmas, Grandma sure had to, to do a lot of work on the sewing machine, and she said, your clothes are in such bad repair. And... I, I just couldn't imagine it, but every time we, we went to bed, then Grandma got out that sewing machine and she was repairing our dresses or whatever she was doing. But we found out that what she was really doing is she was making dolls for us, uh, 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 for us, uh, cloth dolls, and they were they were really beautifully done, uh, all dressed up. And she even made one for Jim which I don't think he ever used, but it was a boy <laughs> doll. No, it wasn't a girl doll, of course. But uh, Grandma had spent all those months before Christmas making us each uh, a rag doll. And the rag dolls looked like us. My rag doll had, had the blonde hair and the brown eyes, and yours had, had curls. Of course, you had, you had, had curly hair. I had brown hair, yeah. Brown right. hair and curls. Yeah. And it was... Amazing, and I think she also made them for. Um, uh, yeah, she made it for Barbara and Diane, uh, Uncle Uncle Fred's two daughters, and it was it was good. So when we opened our present under the tree that had been there, it was the rag dolls, and yeah, Santa right. Claus had been there to bring us other gifts, Aww. and I don't recall. I, I recall Jim getting either a a bus or a truck or something. Because I was envious. The bus. I was envious. I thought that was great. Let's see what what brand Greyhound, I believe. Greyhound bus. And he he loved that bus. Yes, he did. And we loved that bus. (laughs) You know. So what really could have been a terrible Christmas for you turned into something that was just much much better and full of memories. Yes, true. It was. It was a good. It was a good Christmas, 1941. But so was 1940 when Dad was with us, and we missed him so much. Mm-hmm. I know I did. I was his little girl. I was the one that looked like the Ellsworths, <laughs> with the blonde uh, Swedish hair. Oh come on! I don't think Grandpa had a favorite. I think he loved you all. I, I know Mother didn't. We all said we were her favorites. It's the truth, she, the truth is, she didn't. But it was maybe three or four years before we got back to normal. Till mother, some of the sadness went away, and mother was able to hug us and love us. I just ached for my mother to hug me, because she didn't. When when she was so sad, we we were not. You know, grandma was never affectionate except with Sally, but we we didn't get hugs and kisses and things we had before. And she stopped reading to us. She always read to us books we didn't get read to anymore. It was like she turned herself off, and it was hard for all of us. 
I think about the only time she ever touched us was uh, on Saturday night. Oh. Or, or she would, uh, uh, at least for me, she would put my hair, she would comb my hair and put my hair in ringlets. And you, to do ringlets, you had to roll your hair around her finger and then put in the bobby pins. Yeah. So that in the morning, I would have ringlets. And she, that was the only time she touched me, too. I looked forward to Saturday night when Mother would wash my, I'd have my hair washed, and then she would comb it, and sometimes she'd put it in curls. Mm. It was, I looked forward because it was the only time Mother touched me. And, I, I, you know, it was a hard, it was hard in a lot of ways for us. Well, thank you so much, both of you, for for sharing these memories with us and telling us about how your life changed dramatically. Thank you.